the Zeitgeist features four different personalities who provide their spin on what's being talked about right now in today's culture. Their conversations include current news, celebrity culture, politics, and more. The moderator starts and ends each discussion. The comedian holds nothing back. The wild card keeps you on your toes. And the analyst breaks it all down into easy-to-understand points. Welcome to the Zeitgeist. Episode 25. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Zeitgeist. And Hello. from the Zeitgeist gang to you guys, happy Valentine's Day. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Groan. It's the day of hearts, chocolate, teddy bears, naked guys with arrows. Wait a minute. Love and <laughs> Borderline. <laughs> <laughs> We hope you guys are, um, you know, somewhere being loved on, or if you're not being loved on, you're you're loving yourself. And um, <laughs> my goodness, loved on. I'm afraid of that one. <laughs> and if no one loves you, knows that the the zeitgeist team, we we love you, and we love providing you with fun, exciting content that keeps you on your toes. And this Valentine's Day episode is like. Every other one, <laughs> every other show that we have. So let's jump into it. I am Brandy, your moderator. Um, joined today by Chauncey, the analyst. How's it going? Happy Chris. hearts and stars and moons and suns and everything else. Yes, thank you, Chance. And Chris, the wild card. Humbug. Oh, oh, always. Oh, and let me just say this: at some point. I'm going to be introduced first. That's what I'm working on, folks. Oh. <laughs> you well, know, how about you this? One day, one day, moderator, we can let him moderate. Well, look, oh, listen, listen, fun. listen. I've started by worming my way into the podcast of oh. the wild card. That was step one. Now I'm working on moving up. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny about this? The reason that I always introduce, I introduce you guys in the order that I see you guys. If you don't know, we record via Google Hangout. So there's a video, there's a video screen. I literally go across the screen. So uh, um, so Ayana uh, is A, you know, Chauncey's Barry on on, for some <laughs> on, reason, uh, yes. on uh, Google Hangout. So you're B and then Christian C. So it's literally just me being like, oh, cross, go across the screen. So it's not even like, How oh. lazy of you. Well, so, well, all that said to me, that's just a challenge I have to overcome. That's all. <laughs> No, don't worry, we're gonna have you moderate one one of these episodes. I can read like the Chinese from uh, from right to right to left next time. I don't know what that means. It, and, and, and the Barry thing must be a nod to uh, my president. That's my guess. I didn't create that account, so I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Barry for a Yes, paying homage. Uh-huh. All right, wild card. Stop derailing these intros every I'm time. S- That's why you're the wild card. That's my name. Oh, oh my God, and guys, we want to we want to send some good love out to uh, to our comedian who was hoping she could join us um, this week, but ended up getting stranded on the road on the way back from from a comedy show. We have received news that she's. Um, made it safely to a to a repair shop or something. So let's just send her some love, and hopefully she will be back with us next week. Now yes. let's jump in. <laughs> let's jump into the sizzle. The sizzle. So. As you guys know, it is V Day, Valentine's Day, the day of love. Uh, a made up holiday to be, you know, honest about a card companies who wanted to figure out how to continue to uh, generate revenue after Christmas. So they trolling, came up with trolling. this concept of. <laughs> Listen, I'm just telling the people. I mean, I know people who. I'm enjoying this, by the way. I just I love it. <laughs> break up around Valentine's Day because they feel bad because they can't get present. It's just silly. Like, it doesn't make any sense. So I'm in love with somebody. We're in a relationship or whatever. And and, and I got to wait till February the 14th to buy them some balloons, to get them some heart-shaped cheap 
poor quality chocolate to get them a teddy bear <laughs> even though they're like 30 years old to go out and um eat Ain't nothing wrong with teddy bears everybody else oh listen i love teddy bears too but i don't want a bear holding a cart that says i love you or be mine that's just a little <laughs> ridiculous i mean i got all kinds of teddy bears but <laughs> i'm good as far as that's concerned go out i spend more money in restaurants with all these people gazing into each other's eyes you know it just I, I don't know i just don't do commercial holidays i know it might sound weird coming from a from a female but um i, I can't do valentine's day um and take it seriously but all right hey, is that the whole topic is that it are we done Get 538 can, way I, in can on I, this. I can i can i leave in Listen, okay, so obviously um, some other people are trying to moderate the conversation. Um, so let me move into the article. <laughs> so 538 did a survey via SurveyMonkey, one of my famous uh, favorite tools, rather, to get surveys. And they found out that our dinner and cards had got the highest rating as far as um, gifts that people wanted for Valentine's Day. Now, how do you guys feel about that? Are you guys uh, gifting a dinner rather than dinner cards, guys? Or do you guys want more than that? I want nothing. I, I'm, I'm nothing. Just, yeah, there's no diversity of opinion here. Nothing. Nada. Valentine's Day, it's just like you said, Brandy. I mean, it's created by car companies. I mean, look, if you want to express your love to someone on that day, great. I, you know, I'm all for it. I just think that this obligation that comes out of it is a bit ridiculous. Um, and, and even looking at that survey like you were talking about, Brandy, uh, they, they broke it down in different ways. It wasn't just what people were going to give, but also people uh, what people wanted and what they expected. So mm -hmm. it was all of this right. stuff going on. And, and surprisingly, a lot of people don't want anything. Yeah. And then uh, some of the people who do want stuff actually just speak up and say it, which I'm an advocate for. If you want something, say mm -hmm. it. Don't try to make somebody guess, oh, I dropped some hints. No, uh-uh. No. Yeah, be an adult. Like, isn't that what all this is about? Isn't that what relationships are about? Grown people negotiating the love that they need. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, wild it's, card. Yeah, it's, it's just the expectation game. I mean, and also, it's, it makes the people that maybe aren't with someone feel mm -hmm. awful I think there's some of that going on I don't see it as a very like, positive the, so you're saying it makes the single people feel bad you feel, you're right on, on that particular day I just I don't see a lot of positivity in this holiday yeah it's all obligation when it should yeah. be oh okay we're in love let's just do this because this day is here why not but it shouldn't be this pressure on it and what was so what, you know what the funniest part to me about it was where flowers Landed oh on the list. right? People yeah. aren't so big on flowers. Surprise, no. surprise. Can I just say one thing? I was intrigued by yeah. mixtapes. <laughs> yes, I was. It was so what long. What in the world was that about? That Apparently, was... there's a sliver of the population. Mm -hmm. Okay, that is interested in getting a mixtape for Valentine's Day. Yeah, because you know you create a love mix and you give it to them. You know that whole thing. So that's where they're getting the mixtape from. Oh, so we're not talking like um, Lil Wayne. If that's what, if that's what, if, if that's a song that, that expresses your love for the person. <laughs> oh, it's like the gynecologist expresses their love for their, their women. Love with, yeah, <laughs> across the nation. <laughs> across the nation. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, being, being honest, it's it's a big expectation game. Someone's expecting something or not. That's going by this survey. And then you have the people that feel obligated to provide something that maybe the other person doesn't even want. Let's just drop it, folks. Yeah, just just be together and enjoy each other. I'm done. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Nah. Hey, guys, yes. well, happy V-Day. Politics. You know, our good friend, our good friend, Mr. Sanders and the Mr. Trump got lots of love in New Hampshire uh, this, this, last, this last week. And I think I think we predicted that. I want to say. That's what I think. The, the wild card is too long. <laughs> yes. The wild we card is, yeah, he is. Two for two, two, for two uh, calling these elections 
Uh, now, this just happened organically. It's not like he's supposed to be doing it, but I did it to him because I know he hates predicting. But look, he is two for two. He is uh, 0 for 1 on football, though. Sorry on the Super Bowl. Got to call him out on that. But yeah. that's fine. No, you know, you, what he said was made perfect sense. But you are calling it wild card. Yes, you are. And let I will just let everyone this. know, before you say something wild card, I will let everyone know that if I ever disagree with his predictions, I will say it. So if I am quiet, I agree. Go ahead, wild card. I'm retiring. <laughs> everybody, the wild card likes to quit when he's ahead. That's right. And, and that's not going to happen because he's going to make a prediction again. <laughs> now, like you said, Brandy, New Hampshire came out big for uh, Bernie, especially, and Trump on the Republican side. But let's not get things twisted, everybody. First of all, the New Hampshire, uh, what do they call it? The demographics in, in New Hampshire aren't representative of the nation as a whole. Right. So you have to, when you, we're dealing with these primaries and caucuses, you got to look at where we are in the country, uh, the groups of people that are voting, and how those groups translate into specific candidates winning and losing. Um, so uh, New Hampshire, obviously Hillary Clinton won that primary in 2008, which was a surprise beating Barack Obama and others. Uh, this year, New Hampshire said, no, 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 Secretary Clinton, we're going for feeling the burn here. Um, now, in New Hampshire, the young vote, that's under 30, they did come out. I think 43% of them voted. Uh, so the question is, will that be able to hold? Bernie will need that to hold to even have a shot. Okay? For Trump on the Republican side, uh, this makes perfect sense for the Granite State to go with him. He's not quite too conservative. He's a maverick. You know, this is the live free or die state. So he goes right in with that. Plus, with so many candidates on that side, he can get 37% and have a blowout. You know, Kasich was second, um, and he had about half of that, or less than half of what Trump garnered. So the wild card was right on it. When I gave him three possibilities, Trump, Kasich, Rubio, he said Trump, uh, and I think we lean toward Kasich doing well, which is what happened. Now, Rubio, in that debate, we didn't the, that that bait as Ben Carson calls him in that bait. Uh, Rubio, uh, Chris Christie really came for him and called him out, and it made him tank. Uh, so we'll see if he can rebound uh, moving forward for the Republican side. But let me just say this, and then Wildcard, you can come in too because I know you have lots to say. Uh, we know that Bernie's calling for a revolution, but everybody, I'm sorry. The Republicans had more votes total than the Democrats. So where's the revolution really? Okay, where is it actually coming from? So while Bernie had more votes than Trump, total votes for Republicans uh, was more. And this is rare, more than Democrats. Same thing in Iowa. They had more Republican votes than Democratic. So I don't know what's going on. Be careful. Go ahead, Wildcard. Jump in. Okay, so let's just put a cap on the revolution talk. Okay, first of all, um, I think the entire idea is absurd. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to entertain that for a second. Let's say there is a revolution happening. Okay, let's say Mr. Bernie Sanders has a point. If there is one, it's on the Republican side because of what you just stated, analyst, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, make of that what you want with regards to Bernie. But... Um, getting into the uh, the Republican side is the fascinating side. I mean, of course, on the Democratic side, you have uh, Bernie Sanders, who is uh, the Vermont um, senator. Yes. So um, he has, I think, five to 38 bills and 15 points automatically for neighboring state candidates. You know, so, OK, whatever. You know, that's not a shock. Mm -hmm. um, I believe the only kind of uh, thing I wanted to see was whether or not Hillary came, Hillary Clinton came within that 15 points. That's kind of what I was looking for, and she didn't. But I thought if she cut into that, it, that would be an upset. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was how I was looking at that. Okay. So mm -hmm. Democrat side, Democratic side was easy. Republican side is interesting for all the points you made. First of all, Rubio completely tanked. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> After being pressured by Big Boy. Oh, yeah. Um, which is hilarious to me 
and then he drops out, right? So it's <laughs> you talking about Chris Christie. Chris Christie, right? It's just funny. He completely disrupted Rubio, and then said, "All right, I'm done. I'm out of here." I mean, that's not oh. exactly what happened, but that's how it yeah. looks. Yeah. Um, yeah. He pressed him like he knew he was a he, lightweight. He did. He was ready. Look, Chris Christie. <laughs> remember, Chris Christie was a, a prosecutor. Yes. And a very good one. And yeah. he knows how to do that. And now on the Republican side, we have six remaining candidates. This is getting exciting. I want these right. guys to stay in. We have Ben Carson, and Ben Carson has not gone back to Florida for clothes again. So Ted Cruz, <laughs> stop it. Okay. We have Ted Cruz, as I just mentioned. We have Trump, of course. We have Kasich still in. Uh, we have Rubio and Jeb. Okay. And, right. That's what's interesting is that, that I guess, establishment lane. Yeah, there's a fighting over, right? Because Kasich, by dismantling Rubio or him also helping by turning into uh, what do they call him, the Rubio bot, by repeating himself over and over again. Yeah, the Marco bot. The Marco bot. Yeah. So that kind of split things up because people go that were for Rubio and may were leaning Rubio. They said to themselves, "Wait a minute, I can't vote for this fool." Yeah, and <laughs> so it helped. This, it helped Cruz because New yeah. Hampshire is not Cruz's kind of demographic. Right. Uh, but it helped him. But let's move forward because uh, on Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, this is the 20th, we have the Nevada Democratic Caucus and we have the South Carolina Republican primary. So now it's not going to be in the same place. Right. Okay, so again, both of those are on the 20th. Uh, just so you know, Nevada is notoriously hard to poll. They actually changed to a caucus state in 2008. Yes. So it's recent for them still. And it's hard to poll caucus states anyway. So you're not going to see a lot of polls coming out uh, for Nevada. I think one recent poll did come out and had, on the Democratic side, Bernie and Hillary tied, literally tied at 45. But that poll has problems. So we're going to see. That's going to be about ground game again. Um, and we'll see whether Bernie can uh, do what he's done, make make a more diverse demographic feel that burn or not or will Hillary's operation prevail in Nevada in South Carolina now remember in South Carolina everybody you get some uh, nasty politics on the Republican side especially uh, don't forget what happened what uh, George W. Bush's campaign did to McCain about his daughter so I mean there's a string of things and this is like ripe for Ted Cruz to do his nastiness uh, you know, now the question is, who is he going to target? Is he going to target Rubio uh, or Trump? Aha! This is not Kasich State at all. Trump is leading in the polls right now in South Carolina. Uh, so there you have it. Now, wild card, here it comes. You have to give us your predictions. Start with the Democrats in Nevada. Hillary or Bernie, which one? I think Hillary Clinton wins Nevada. Why? Diversity. I mean, there's th- th- the thing about Nevada. But it's a caucus state. It's a caucus state, and it's just obviously we know the the issues with trying to figure out what's going to happen in the caucus state because of the propensity for people to p- change, potentially change their minds and that kind of thing when they get into a caucus. So, but right. and in Nevada, there's uh, same day registration. Right. There's just all kinds of things that, that are disruptive. The voter turnout tends to be a lot lower than the other caucus state and, and when we're talking about Iowa they went before them so it's even more of a swing as possible and they tend to take their cue from the first two states I think um, traditionally so they don't even poll Nevada until after right um, the other two have gone so again this is almost a, a gut thing again but I just think um with the demographics of the first two states, those are, those were, I don't want to say tailor-made for Bernie Sanders, but those they were, were. Okay, so you're going to go that far as tailor-made, right? Yeah, I mean, that's He's going to perform his best there. Yeah, 538, okay. 538, if you want, 538 gives you a list of Bernie's best states in order, and yeah. I think uh, Iowa and New Hampshire are like two and three. The only right. one better is Vermont, his state, you know? Right. So, so, yeah, I, I mean, duh. I think diversity will, will, will push Hillary Clinton ahead in Nevada. Okay. Also, she has Robbie Mook, uh, who's now ah, her campaign manager. Yes. Who's right. secret sauce because she won more votes in 2008 than Obama because of his operation, even though because of caucus math, Obama ended up with more delegates. So, you know, this is it's going to be very interesting to see 
And the real question between the two of them is, uh, who's going to carry on Obama's legacy? And do voters want that or not? Bernie's right. trying to have it both ways. And I don't know about that, Bernie. Like you can't, you can't further what Obama's done and have have a revolution. I'm not clear on what that means. You can say what you want about Hillary, but it's clear. I mean, it's clear she's hugging the president now for South Carolina and the Republicans. Wild card. This is interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm going to challenge you. Give us who wins and who comes in second. Okay, who wins? Because I think this is Trump versus Cruz here, whereas okay. Trump is South Carolina. We know you have you have a lot of uh, what we call dog whistle politics, right? With coded uh, language, things like that. Because especially on the Republican side, they're responsible. And you said you said with coded language. I think I cut you off with coded language. Yeah. Yes. Uh, right. Um, so Trump is going to say what he says. He doesn't really have much of a ground operation. Period. Right. So yeah. everything Trump says, we see on the telly. Okay. Yes. Um, Cruz, however, okay, they're doing these, you know, these robocalls we've heard of where they're, 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 they're influencing people and even maybe attacking people. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> he might, he might tell the voters that everyone's dropped out except for him. We don't right. know from that campaign what's going to happen. Know. So the <laughs> question is, Cruz, it's Cruz's ground operation versus Trump's bluster. Mm-hmm. So. Get to it. Uh, I'm gonna go Trump for the win, mm-hmm. and Cruz in number and two. Cruz second, yeah, yeah. That, okay. That's my prediction. What do you mm-hmm. think, analyst? I think that's reasonable. I said if I disagree with you, I'll let the people know. Okay. Um, this is a primary state, uh, so yeah. you know ground game matters, but not as much as in a caucus state. Exactly. Um, and what helps Trump is that number of candidates. So right. you know he he's gonna have around a third of support. And remember, his support is as hard as it can be. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, going to be around Trump. Right. Either you love Trump or you're not touching him. So I think even though Cruz have, may have a ground operation, I think that somewhat limits his operation. So like you said, because of the state we're in, and again, like I said, I see it as Trump's bluster versus Cruz's ground operation. I just think Trump's bluster wins. Odd news. My good friend Peter. Peter, you know. Peter's odd. They're like the... The poster child for trolls. Um, you know, any opportunity that they get about, yeah, I don't know, they somebody they feel like somebody's hurting an animal, you know, that they in on it. So recently, they um they were planning to protest the uh, the greased pig on ice event <laughs> um, that took place. <laughs> and um, you know, once once they found out there wasn't a pig. Uh, involved, they decided that you know they they, they weren't gonna, gonna they weren't gonna protest. They were they were concerned initially that uh the grease pig event was was similar to some of the the pig wrestling that goes on in uh Indiana and Mississippi. They said there's been an influx of calls about um you know pig wrestling. And, you know they just wanted to be on the scene as always. Peter's always around <laughs> to save the animals. Forget the humans. Feed the humans oil cookies and Twizzlers because they don't have animal byproduct in them. They might kill the humans, but guess what? The animals are good. There you go. That's it. Now, can someone explain pig wrestling before we go forward? Is that pigs going at it or is that humans wrestling pigs? Does anyone know? <laughs> no. I would have looked that up because I was wondering the same thing and never got around to exploring. Because how can pigs wrestle? <laughs> Each they just roll around in mud with each other. Yeah, I don't understand yeah. that one. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's people. No, it's people. That's what I thought. It's people wrestling pigs. Uh-huh. So people get in mud and they and they wrestle. They wrestle with pigs. That's what I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, look. This <laughs> whole this whole greased pig on ice thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, look, Peter. You might want to do more research before you go into something now. Um, <laughs> now the organizer of the event and this is in New Hampshire Okay, so it's a winter carnival mm. event the organizer told them that no pigs would be harmed but you know that, that wasn't enough for them so they, they swoop in and get embarrassed 
because they go, oh, 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 we didn't know that this was not a real pig. So, so actually, the guy dresses up yeah, as a pig. Right. Yeah. <laughs> dressed like a pig. And mm-hmm. like what the kids chase him around and all of this stuff. You know, this reminds like, me. Mike was Yeah, this reminds me of uh, Groundhog Day. Like at Punxsutawney, what they do for Punxsutawney Phil, they have all of these events. It's that kind of thing in uh, small town America. So, I, you know, Peter, look, what we're saying from the zeitgeist is do your work and find something that really matters, not the greased pig on ice. Yes. Well, this it sounds like, you know, what, you know what, though? It sounds like a figure skating event. Grease pigs on it does. ice. It right, does. that's what I see. It does. You know, ice capades from when I was a kid and maybe a dragon, you know, with five people underneath it, that kind of thing. That's what I'm seeing, you know, the grease pig <laughs> with the dude in the suit. Now, my question is, the, the, Steve Smith, who's the organizer of this winter carnival, correct? He yeah. got a little troll in him. He did. He set them up lovely with the no pigs would be harmed because it's very easy to say, it's a guy dressed as a pig. It's no pig. It's very easy to clarify that. But I can <laughs> yeah. see him going, you know, and I'm going to fix them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, and we appreciate and easy you. Yes, we appreciate you. I love it when they do these guys get trolled. Um, so I, hats off to Steve, Steve Smith for really, really being clever with that one. Troll of the week. <laughs> Listen, Peter, y'all need to get y'all lives together. I mean, you guys already spend a lot of your money early on bailing out some of your advocates for throwing, uh, you know, ink on people wearing yeah. faux fur, not even and, real fur. And I then mean, I find out they have, like, this department, right? I didn't know that they had a, um, a department investigations unit. Oh, Peter? Yeah. Like a like a for real one. Well, maybe they're not as real as, as it would seem since they get trolled, but, yeah, they, they mm-hmm. you know. They got a, a department head and everything. Yeah. Shutting down that pig wrestling, folks, so y'all cut it out. Oh, my goodness. Well, I guess we're happy to hear no no pigs were hurt. But, Peter, like, I mean, I want to, I just want to offer to you guys, like, I know, I know you guys will set up to not hurt the animals. But, like, I would um just offer exploring a new approach to your mission. No, they don't want to know. Well, I think they. Sh- I really think they should. I think it's a little outdated. Well, remember now, they only had one grease pig complaint this year, and that, that turned out to be a hoax. That's right. Okay, so <laughs> grease pig events, grease pig complaints, and events are down almost to nil. Look, Peter, it, they are militant. They don't want to listen to what you have to say, Brandy. They are doing what they do. Mm. Okay, and oh. that's why people oh. continue to ignore. <laughs> right. Health and science. Well, hey, analysts, you were right, and Addison was right too back in the day. Addison predicted, yes. Einstein. Oh man, Addison, Einstein, wrong, wrong guy, wrong guy. Thank you. Oh, my goodness, I know you can't tell them apart. <laughs> oh, this is what I get for what do you call it? Trying to multitask. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Caught in the act. <laughs> yep. Einstein was right as well. Um, so recently, some scientists proved um, that uh, that Einstein's theory of uh, general relativity yeah. um, is, a- has, is actually like a real thing, and that we have waves. There's actually uh, waves that move through the, through the universe, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah they're no waves. They're gravitational waves. Gravitational uh, waves. Right, and those are tiny ripples in the fabric of space-time. Um, so they essentially, uh, because they create a sound. Uh, so what happened is there were two black holes that merged, um, and there's a sound that's created, but it's very hard for us to hear. So this team uh, actually was able to, to detect it. Um, and they're called, the team is called the Laser Interferometer Gravitational Wave Observatory. Wow, nice analyst. Oh, yeah, there you go. So um, they detected it, and at first they, they couldn't believe it because even Einstein himself was skeptical that this would be proven. But they they say this is it. They have it, and yes, this is uh, this was predicted a hundred years ago by Einstein. So finally, we have the confirmation. 
Uh, now, the question is, whenever you have these scientific breakthroughs, uh, what does that mean for the rest of us detecting things in the universe? What's new? Uh, will this affect uh, any of our technology? Because a lot of what happens in astrophysics actually leads to technological breakthroughs for us here. And I know, Wildcard, where you want to go, so go ahead. Go there next. Oh, I'm waiting for our hyperdrives on our spacecrafts. And hyperdrive means what? You're geeking oh. out. Well, everyone knows Star Wars. No, everyone doesn't. They don't? No, everybody oh. doesn't. You'll be able to jump, okay, from, from in, you know, large swaths of space, right? Because these folds or whatever, these waves, you'll be able to punch through. It's kind of like if anyone saw Interstellar, right? Yes. Um, where, where, where the black dude talks about, you know, jumping through space-time, where he folded and showed the folded piece of paper, and then he poked the hole through, right? Right. Right. So that's what I'm hoping for. I'm waiting for my spacecraft, and I can jump from point A to point B, right? <laughs> I can outrun the Imperial fleet and the whole <laughs> nine yards. I'm excited. You have, you're so geeked out. Now, wait a minute. I know. You are I not getting on a spaceship and jumping through space-time. I know that for a fact. You are not going to be on anybody's spaceship doing that. I have aspirations to be Han Solo. Oh, do you? Yes. Well, so, that's not going to happen. We, we are light uh, years away from that. <laughs> well, tr well, not if we've been space-time, then, you know, we someone can circle back for me or tell me that's how. That's true. Like but the only problem is, you know, you're bending space-time, but... If you're gonna come back here, you're gonna that's many years, depending on where you are that's in true. the universe, where you've jumped to. Maybe I'm trying to talk to me right now. There you go. Oh, I need whoa. to start looking around. I need to start whoa. looking around. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you know, all jokes aside, this is quite interesting to me. I, I got a kick out of the story, and um, this is kind of a uh, an interest of mine. You know, on the side, where I like this kind of thing, the, the interstellar kind of discoveries and constantly confirming Mr. Mr. Einstein. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, I know Neil deGrasse Tyson got a kick out of this. Oh, I'm sure he did, yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's having a party, folks. <laughs> got his own grease pig. <laughs> on ice. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. On ice. <laughs> Business. A lot of people are always trying to figure out how do you make well, how do videos go viral? And I'm not sure if people realize that a lot of videos go viral on purpose because it's actually part of a marketing strategy for most companies. Um, and I can't imagine that any of you haven't seen a whip, uh, nay nay video in abundance. Uh, maybe maybe it was a that school teacher that was doing the nay nay with his students. Uh, maybe it's the the little Asian girl um, doing the nay nay at a cookout. Or maybe it's um, some kids, uh, some high school kids, you know, on the bus, all doing the nene. Well, just to let you know, um, the nene craze that seemed like it came out of nowhere was actually, um, it was planned. And Madonna, Madonna the singer, um, famous chick, co-founded a company that helped that happen. Yes. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah, so none of this is real. That's right. the point. Right. Um, Which is the common theme for us, right? That is our theme, yes, Wildcard. <laughs> and I know that, you know, it's all about millennials nowadays, marketing to them, and they don't like uh, you to do direct marketing, essentially. They don't like to feel like they're being sold something. You mm -hmm. are being sold. I know you millennials think that you're so advanced and smart. But you're not. They're coming for you like they've come for every other previous generation. Okay? You say, oh, we don't want... What's that? I said they're doing it in your language. That's yep. right. Like you tell them what you don't want, and they're just making it appealing to you so that you actually respond to it. Yep. Exactly. And and see, that that's the thing. They, they just go, just like you said, a moderator... They just go, oh, you don't like this kind of marketing? Well, we'll do what you want. We're still marketing to you. We're still going to get our money. And, oh, you all want viral videos? Let's create them. Why yep. not? Let's create them. Mm -hmm. I just think it's so funny. And and Madonna co-founded this um, startup that does this. And they're going to continue. Because the, the whole process is, essentially, they have a core group of influencers who they reach out to and say, hey, push this, create uh, some sort of video, send it to all of your contacts, 
and and encourage them to create videos on top of it. So if you're whipping and naying, you do yours, and then you encourage <laughs> your people. You encourage your people to do their own, and then they share it, and that turns it into a viral video. I just think all of this is just so funny. Now, not to suggest that I'm much older than millennials, I'm not, but I am not. You're actually, the last generation. You know what? The definition of uh, the definition of a, of the millennials, the redefined one, makes you the the first year no, of I'm the not millennial that, generation. No, I'm not. The majority of uh, sorry, the majority of definition of the millennial, I do not fit into in regards to those years. I'm just like, you know, they, Can they, I just they say it's the only millennial? The only you can't millennial. just redefine it because there's there are multiple sources. Thank as you. A, as the only millennial here. I'm just telling what they're saying. The oh, see, see, now the old heads <laughs> trying to claim being a millennial. <laughs> no, all jokes aside, but you know what? To be honest, this is great for me. I'm kind of with you all, where um, kind of trolling millennials because they think they control things. That's really their bag. We're setting this in motion. Right. Turn everything on its head. We will not succumb to you know mm-hmm. Don Draper marketing. Okay. <laughs> and that's for Mad Men. That's right, Mad Men. I'm sorry. We'll tell you what's popular. Uh, wrong-o. Yeah, it's just like every yeah, other generation. Yeah, you, you, look, millennials just have a little more respect for the systems in place. We're not saying they're, they're, they're great or they're good things, but you have to respect what's going on unless you become Paul victim to it, okay? Exactly. Now, uh, there are great things that we get from millennials. They do like to give back uh, and all of that and support each other, so that's wonderful. But on this count, we're just saying, you know, they're going to market to you, okay? Yeah. You're getting just, it. Just, just wake, like up, wake up a little bit. Wake up. Yeah. Uh, and if you like it, <laughs> if you enjoy it, that's fine. Yeah. Whipping they all day long. There's nothing wrong with that, but, you know, we got to stop this. I'm, I'm, you know, ahead of everything, and I got y'all number. Yeah, it's funny. I talked to you about uh, this. It's really interesting report that um, HR professionals wrote they they interviewed a bunch of them to wrote a story about millennials and some of the things on the list it, it's just like it's laughable they, they had this high percentage of people walking in right out of college no experience but you know wanting like a month vacation off um you know wanting flex time um wanted to be able to to just like <laughs> come and go as please i mean like guys we get it it's cool you guys grew up in a in an era where you can you know, make your life what you want. You have access to all this information, but calm down. Like there is a system that you have to uh, that you have to play into. Um, oh, there's yeah. a system. There is. Look, we can have we can talk all day about that system, and if you really want to bust it up and change it, okay. Right. But y'all not willing to do that. Well, yeah. If you want to <laughs> do no, that, it'll be like that episode of Family Guy. Yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> and you know, if you want to do that. You're gonna have to put the beer pong away. You're gonna have to put the bongs away and everything else, and, and like really right. go do it. And, then it will, um, and it will come back to what it will come back to a system. You know what I mean? It's kind of like you think you're right. changing something. Like you, you think you're not. You don't like marketing, so you're, you're not going to be marketed to. And they create a system to still market to you. So right. at the end of the day, when you started, it doesn't like get over it. Yeah, and the name to end end it and not leave this out. The name of Madonna's startup is Dance On. Dance On. What we don't care about. I'm sure if you were anywhere, even if you didn't know who Beyonce was before today, you definitely um, know who she is as, as a result of her dropping her new formation video last Sunday, which was a Super Bowl, um, the day of the Super Bowl, um, and also performing the song as well. Um, you she know. actually dropped it on Saturday, the Saturday before the Super Bowl. It was the Saturday before. Okay, so Saturday mm-hmm. before the Super Bowl. Um, I, I found it on Sunday. Look at that. Um, so you were late. You know. See that? You were late. <laughs> that wasn't very millennial of you. It wasn't. <laughs> um, and um, people, mainly um, white people. Yeah, you just uh, got to say what it is. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, <laughs> what did I roar about, about, about this? And and I I don't get it. I mean, you hear you you know some white women um, want to boycott Beyonce because they weren't quote unquote represented in the uh, in the video. Yeah, um, which is ridiculous. Friend, which is so ridiculous. Our good friend Giuliani wanted to weigh in about you know. Well, he <laughs> was a, a white woman. Wait a minute, he's a white he, woman. 
look, but Giuliani was upset that he wasn't included too. Right. Because we know some of his, we know about some of his habits. Yeah, well, he, yes, he is fair. He wants it in. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm a little lost of words just about the whole thing. First off, it's Black History Month. Let's, let's just put that out here. I mean, if, if anything, like if we want to justify why Beyonce did a video about Black History and talking about the Panthers and all, like why, well, it's Black History Month. And, and if you guys haven't noticed, the woman's black. Like, uh, no. Maybe she wears blonde weave. Maybe she puts on foundation and makes her skin a little lighter. But the woman is black. Now, it's, it's, it's just, I think it's just funny that we're, you know, everybody is so sensitive now it's like black people even during the month that we set aside for y'all y'all still better not talk about your history i mean it's it's ridiculous i i i, I, I don't know you guys well, jumping and, on and it's a it's a segment of black history that is acceptable because well, that's what, true yeah yes. because what they have done with some of uh people who have contributed to black history is made them militants and villains mm -hmm. and the history of the black panther party is a great example of that we talked mm -hmm. about them before yes. how what they've done has been twisted mm -hmm. into things that it really isn't mm -mm. so for her to go there first of all kudos to beyonce for going i don't care because that's really what this is about yes. and uh npr everybody has a great article breaking this aspect of it down that is linked in our show notes, so please check that out. And it, it talks about how this song is Beyonce talking to black people. And that's a part of the problem with some of these white people. They're left out. And uh, this these writers were saying that when people who are in power are left out, that's really when they feel neglected and wronged and they have a backlash. So it's just like you said, Brandy, why aren't we included? Because you're included in everything else. Why do you need to be included? Why weren't we, we included in... Excuse Why weren't we included in Friends? Like, I mean, I could say that. Why aren't we included in all of these movies and when it comes to... And then these are the same people who think Oscar's so white is ridiculous. I don't understand it. Like, make up your minds. So, look, she can reference Katrina. She can reference police brutality all she wants. That doesn't mean that she is against police. Or that she's against white people. It's just pointing right. to issues in the black community that's in the zeitgeist. That's all real. Right, exactly. So there you go. Wild card, go ahead. Wild card, what you got anything to say? Uh, this, you know. He's getting this, tired. Look at him. He's getting tired. It, yeah, this wears me out. It's the <laughs> continual attempt to subvert anything that's uplifting to black people. And I mean, uh, uh, black people alone. Anything that uh, right? Lists, okay, so they try yep. to undercut everything. Um, whether they, not whether they, when they miscast history, um, sanitize or the Santa Clausification uh -huh. of people like Martin <laughs> Luther King, right? Yes. Um, because again, yeah. like you all have said, they want to be included. Um, the black, the. I mean, they just flat out lied on the Black Panthers. I mean, that's just a, a ball. Oh, yeah. yeah. And here, here we go with the systems in place and yes. what they do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here's my own, here's the thing that really burns me up about this, okay? And I'm going to make a comparison or a juxtaposition. The Black Panthers were, were crushed by, gov by government, right? They are no longer in existence, by and large. Um, but the KKK is alive and well. Well, okay. we know because their history, they were members of government. Right, and they still are. Uh -huh. And they even some are. of those things they that Beyonce infiltrated law enforcement and things like that. Some of those things that, that you know Beyonce was dealing with. Okay, and this is really what gets me. They are indisputably a terrorist organization domestically. The KKK. Okay. The KKK, right. Show me yes. where the Black Panthers were burning things and hanging lynching people and committing crimes violent crimes against people well remember uh what election was that i forgot maybe it was 2008 or 2012 the new black fox Panthers news 
Yeah, when Fox News was like, oh, they're standing out in front of the, you know, right. the polling places. Okay, whatever. Okay, yeah, that's the, right. that's the intimidation. Uh, but let's just say we are not indicting all white people. No. Just those of you who have a problem with a formation video. And, and, and you know, the Super Bowl uh, was the third most watched television event in history. And the peak watching moment was a halftime show. Halftime so, show. You know, and I'm telling you this, most of y'all complaining didn't even know what was happening. You went online and somebody told you, and then you got riled up. You didn't know any of it. You didn't see any of that stuff. Because Beyonce was blowing the dog whistle for black people on that. Yes. That's what happened. Uh, and, and there are white people who get it, like the NPR piece. They'll show you. Yep. So, you know, we're not indicting a race. We're indicting specific groups of people who want to come out and say nonsense. Because guess what? We don't care. And you don't either. Go to work. Yeah, and, 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 and lastly, this need, this has to be done by people that have some influence in media and, and talking about black people because it's not our history isn't taught not the not the breadth and depth of it right it, 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 you know and it's not taught from a base of truth right and it so should just be american history american history should include all groups yes. fully every day of the year and let's That's be honest about it. and and yeah. and okay, the last thing like i was saying is that it seems that some whites just don't want to deal with it. They don't want to be confronted. Of course not. With this. No. Mm -mm. Because not on my Super Bowl. Oh my and... God! I'm just trying to. You know, <laughs> God no. I want to watch wholesome, wholesome TV. Some weirdo. Um, <laughs> wild about. Because Super Bowl is for good wholesome entertainment. Why is she talking Right. About people trying to. Yeah. People being concussed and being knocked out in the violent sport. Exactly. It's somehow, you know, just innocuous entertainment. Right. That's another discussion in and of itself. Sure. My kid, I just wanted me and my child to sit there and watch people try to kill each other on the field. <laughs> Don't interrupt this with your dance routine. I mean, come on. Let's all just get a grip. And, and this is, look, I double as a scout. I love football. But, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. It is violence. Yeah, just like you said, the yeah. concussions that are yeah. that everyone's talking. I mean, hello. Yeah, let's not. Please, I'm not even gonna. We don't care. <laughs> the Tom Fool of the Week. Because it's Valentine's Day, we're gonna we're gonna keep it really light. We're not we're not really gonna go in go in on anybody. And this week, Tom Fool. We just did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, I know we put in on those those people. <laughs> I told fool this week is the owner, um, the owner, Drew Smith, of an adorable little dog um, named Carl. And the reason we're, we're, we're late with we're him, <laughs> the reason we are naming him this week's Tom Fool is because was about to pass up on bringing adorable little Carl home because he had some dental issues. And little <laughs> dog Carl saved his life. And so, Mr. Mr. Drew, Drew Smith, you, you got your Dusty I'm Tom Fool because, you know, you gonna turn a dude down, turn a dude and a dog down just because it's, it's dental. He has, some, he has some teeth work, but this, this dog is... <laughs> It's your new, your new savior, and I'm happy that you decided uh, you decided to bring him home. Shut up and sit down. Yes, now, <laughs> well said, moderator. Um, Drew Smith, just like you said, Carl saved his life because Carl... It was normally a placid dog, okay? Uh, but he was getting real antsy, everybody, with Drew. He was, you know, he was really alerting Drew that something was wrong, something was wrong. Eventually, Drew realized that there was a fire going on. And there had been smoke and stuff in, in, in I think, in inside of the walls mm -hmm. or something. Yep. Um, and, but he couldn't smell it, he said. But he, he had headaches. And his throat was sore, 
without that dog, he would have been in there, and who knows, he may not have made it out. So see, don't judge yeah. a dog by his teeth. Judge a dog by the content of his character. Okay? Now stop it. And and in these pictures, uh, ABC News, the link we gave you, you know, he has his tongue out. You know, there's nothing wrong with his teeth. I like your teeth, Carl. You go ahead. <laughs> He's a cutie, too. He is such an eyes are so adorable. Yeah, now see, yeah, now look, now he's the best dog in the world, and this is great for Valentine's Day. This is our special Valentine's Day Tom Fool. Uh, you know, because this is a Tom Fool from the place of love. We're coming from a place of love, everybody. Wildcard, would you pass up a dog if his teeth weren't in order? No. I didn't even know that was a consideration. Now, people with messed up teeth, yes. But, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm not a huge dog person, but Carl Carl's the man. Carl is the man. Carl said, look, in spite of the way you've treated me, because I missed a few, you know, missed a few brushes That's here right. and there, didn't chew on my bone as much as I should have. <laughs> you're just going to leave me, huh? Yeah. Now, to Drew's credit, he did adopt Carl, but he he, he was a tall fool for even thinking about it. Yeah. And he knows it now. Mm -hmm. He is very thankful to Carl. My question is, how do you even know a dog has bad teeth? How do you even... I guess you take it to the vet. So, okay, so... Maybe he has bad breath. You know, dogs have bad breath anyway. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah, it like automatic, isn't it? Yeah, maybe it was really bad. Or maybe Carl <laughs> smiled and, and had his tongue wagging and was missing teeth. I don't know. Maybe he's bad teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, but oh Carl wins God. the day. Carl triumphs, proves his worth. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah and, he, he woke Drew up. He was like, get up, fool. And to yeah, pull this burnt. The house is on fire. Right, yeah. and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak for Carl, okay? Go ahead. He was a great quote, which is, how you like me now? Oh. Okay, that's what okay. Carl said. We got you, Carl. Mm -hmm. And you know what, Drew? Get Carl some dentures. He could be like that smiling dog in those commercials with the Oh, like the toothfish. Yeah. Like a toothfish. Like a toothfish, that too. Let's, yeah. Let's leave him alone. We don't doggy dentures look crazy. Do you like it, Carl? <laughs> He's good by how he, how he is, okay? <laughs> don't need no doggy dentures. <laughs> the end. That is going to be it for our show this week. Thank you guys for coming and listening yet again. We hope you are enjoying um, Valentine's Day 2016. And we um, will catch you next week. As always, if you're interested, you can check us out on social media at Dynamic Daily. Um, and that's on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or DailyDynamic.com directly on the website again guys thanks for coming back and we will catch you next week listen to the zeitgeist every sunday at dailydynamic.com